What's up and welcome to episode 12 of the Q podcast with very special guests and my duo, Storybook Amusement. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I am an open book today. Oh, that was really corny. Wow. That was really corny. But I did not expect it. that. That is not scripted. Just wow. <laughs> um, yeah, before we get a chance to get to know you a little bit better, let me tell you the premise of the show is as if we are in a hypothetical queue line waiting to ride your favorite attraction. And while we wait, we just have a simple conversation as friends. Yeah? That's right. All right. Well, with that, that being said, and I probably already know the answer, <laughs> what is your favorite ride? Oh, you already know the answer? Because I don't know if I know the answer. Oh I knew you were going to ask this. I've been it's just like with it. nobody ever knows. It's like only like two people have ever known. I mean, like <laughs> the fate of the universe on the line, and I only had to ride one more ride. What is your favorite ride? Period. <laughs> like we're we're waiting okay. in line for your favorite attraction. Make it a way too complicated over here. No, no, you're not, because everybody does. Only uh, destination thrills, and I think airtime Mike are the only two people. Uh, and uh, I think. Marcus Q, we're the only people that knew the answer right away. So ah, everybody so, else, the majority has not. Man, I'm in the majority then. So yes. <laughs> I would be inclined to say Fury 325. But I am super shocked. Wow. <laughs> okay. But yes. I'm inclined to lean toward Hagrid because that's an indoor queue and we're just chilling, having a nice conversation, not in the blazing hot South Carolina, North Carolina sun. I thought it was going to be E.T. Oh, that's I literally one. thought it was going to be E.T. So I mean, this is more of a coaster focused channel. It, it's coasters. all it's, it's all it depends on the guests. Some people are super into coasters. That's why if you if for anybody out there, if you pay attention to when I ask what is your favorite ride or what is your favorite coaster? It's always depending on what are is their their focus. So mm. I always for you I said favorite ride because I thought it was going to be ET so I apologize for assuming. <laughs> no, that I'm glad I made ET my personality. I I love it's it's my favorite ride at uh Universal and uh but we'll get into that. Really All really right. really quick. So the reason why I'm talking to a pulsing logo right now, for those watching on YouTube, for those listening on audio, you're perfectly fine. He has the speaking voice of a god. It's all good. But, <laughs> uh, but for those watching on YouTube right now, yeah, it's, it's different because, of course, the mystery behind the man. I know what he looks like, but you guys still have to wonder and just listen to his amazing historical theme park documentary. So that's what that's all about. <laughs> I'll just say right now, once I get to a thousand, you guys will know what I look like. Ooh, a well, thousand uh, subs, of course. <laughs> let's uh, let's get them there, which you're very, very close, and we're gonna get into in a second because uh, I, I'm super impressed with your growth, and it's truly tremendous. Uh, so this podcast, I'm very happy about because, as I mentioned, we'll get into is I love your content and. Your smaller channel, like I'm not a big channel, but your smaller mm -hmm. channel that's growing. And it's kind of like how for me, I had Brother Tim on here, which he's the only person who's been on here twice so far. But but and it's so weird. His episode, his second episode is the biggest one uh, so far of the Q podcast. But um, when I first found him, he had 200 something subscribers and now he's like mm -hmm. 
well over a thousand like after that podcast not because of me but i'm saying like it just like his growth that's why i had to have him back because he had like tremendous growth since then so but yeah uh this is like super exciting because i love your content and i love what you do and i'm glad i could have you on here kind of like at your beginning Mm -hmm. stages uh and just can't wait to see you like prosper and grow so yeah i'm glad to have you on here Appreciate you have for having me. I just want to backpedal a little bit. I wasn't trying to plug and <laughs> be totally cheesy about it. No, I really appreciate you for having me. This on. is all about you. <laughs> this is all you can there plug. There are two of us well, in within, line. Yeah, that's true. But within moderation, you can kind of plug, you know, you got your socials on the screen for those watching on YouTube. Also um, on audio platforms, they'll be listed in the description down below uh, as well as on YouTube. But I forgot to add your Facebook on there, but it's Storybook Amusement as well. So, yep. uh, yeah, yep. well, I'll mention we that again that. at the end. Yep. We just get into the conversation. Forget yeah. all that. yeah just a little introduction because this one's a little bit different so that's why we spent a little bit of time on the pulsing uh logo thing for those that are wondering like who's who's buying it get to a thousand subscribers and then you guys will find out but diving right right. into it though um (laughs) it's interesting because if i'm not mistaken and i'm just gonna ask what is your home park okay so i live in atlanta so mm-hmm. I would consider my home park to be Six Flags Over Georgia. It's the closest one. But <laughs> I haven't course. even been there since 2019. So, And I had yeah. passes for all of 2020. So you ended up doing the whole cancellation thing? Or like no, what's going on with that? Just, just never ended up going. Um, so okay. I still have them for this year too. Okay. <laughs> like we were talking about before we got on, I got two weeks before I'm fully vaccinated. I'll be back. Right, right. Okay. Uh, so what is, um, was that your last park visit period was 2019? Obviously you didn't go in 2020. Uh, I know you love universal, which we'll talk about. You haven't been to any park since 2019. I went to universal in fall 2020. So oh, went to the oh, HHN I, light that they I had. Knew it. I knew you made some type of commute there. I don't know why I knew that, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, had to. Of course, and I'm not mad at you about that. Uh, <laughs> what? How did that? Okay, you love Universal so much, as do I. And a little backstory on me uh, for mm-hmm. people who've obviously watched and listened to the Q podcast. I am a diehard fan of Universal Studios. Um, I grew up like down the street from there. That was my home part. Uh, growing up in Florida and. Uh, it's it's hits home and to find somebody else who's equally as passionate, which I don't even talk about it a lot, which is very weird, which I'm going to start doing more. But how did that start out with you? Like, uh, so did you grow up in Atlanta and then you were just fascinated with Universal because it's not that far away? Like, how did this all come about with your uh, fixation with um, uh, Universal? Universal? Yeah. So we actually have a similar story. I Ooh. grew up in the Orlando area. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, lived cool. there until about early high school. Yep. And that's when we moved up to Atlanta. Man, we're like right on the same timeline. Yeah. It, to me, it's up to like uh, after sophomore year high school. So my June, yeah, no, uh, sophomore year, I was in Florida um, still. But then junior year, I moved here. And then, yeah. 
So, wow, interesting, interesting. Uh, so this has been uh, a while now that you've been uh, loving Universal. What is your favorite? So you do remember the old rides of the past. This isn't just oh, like yeah, a- Oh, definitely. Okay, all right. What's your favorite one of the past and not uh, E.T. because E.T. obviously is still there. Still so, there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I went to Universal, Disney, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, all that growing up. So I have yep, yep, yep. 90s, early 2000s uh, nostalgia, I guess. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's such an overused word. But no, no, Universal, it's fine. It's 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 coming like full circle now. Like nostalgia is like a heavily used word right now because like so many things are coming back of the past. So crazy. I know. They're yeah. like every reboot you can imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so yes, as go far ahead. as old attraction goes, a Universal. I'm gonna cheat. I guess I'll do two of them. Mm-hmm. Dueling Dragons. Okay. Over at Islands of Adventure. Oh my right. gosh. Yeah. I, can't get enough of dueling dragons. I only rode it once. Oh, which was a dragon challenge at that point, or no? It was dueling dragons. Did you ride only one side or both sides? One side. Do you remember which one? I do not remember, to be honest with you. Um, I just remember that day. That was uh, <clears throat> wow. This is actually recently. Uh, in in a way, uh, this was two thousand and eight or nine. Uh huh. Um, that was my first time riding like intense roller coasters. That uh, the Hulk and all that. Mm-hmm. I I never was a roller coaster person, and I mentioned this in the queue um before in a previous episode briefly about um that's kind of how I got into roller coasters. Like the only my first ever roller coaster was uh, Woody Woodpecker, uh, nice. and I'm pretty sure you've ridden that as well. Yeah. Um, it has a little kick to it, though. I'm not going to lie. It, it has a little <laughs> zing to it. But that was my first, and um, I didn't wasn't really into them because, like, my family was afraid of them, and they had that fear. Not every, It's not for everybody. And yeah. um, I was just tired of being afraid. I was like, I, I need to be strong. I, like, if I can overcome this, I can overcome anything in life. Let me just do this. Let me get Hulk for, uh, first row. So I did it. Uh, I did uh, Dueling Dragons. I don't remember what side. Uh, first row, like a uh, front row. And mm-hmm. it was everything. It was so crazy. Like just remembering the feeling of, of course, the sequence. Where's the camera? Oh, okay. <laughs> the sequence where like you're about to hit and then you do the, the loop. Um, and then obviously they stopped doing that with like uh, later on because people were throwing things at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, uh, not about me, but that's how I became into it. I've only written it once, but yes, uh, that was your favorite. Yeah, as, as far as Islands of Adventure goes, yes, I, mm-hmm. so many people have that coming of age story of like, for some reason, the Hulk is like a lot of people's first really intense coaster. I guess it's just a really popular park that a lot of it, people go to. It's intense, but it's not like super, super crazy. Yeah, it's true. But I mean that launch, like it's it's just beautiful, like and it's, it's so scenic, it's so iconic to me. I don't know, I love it. Yeah, it, it just everyone has that connection, that early connection of Hulk. It seems like mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. We all have that shared memory. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, so as far as Universal, uh, Universal is hands down confrontation. Do you ever ride that one? Of course. Okay. So okay, so every single thing in Universal. 
uh, I didn't really like Islands of Adventure. Uh, obviously, it came about later, but I didn't love mm-hmm. Islands because of also what the issue was, period, was that it was mainly for thrill seekers. It was more uh, adult-like when it came yeah. about. Um, and I was still young when it opened. What was it, 99? Yep. So I was nine years old, or eight, depending on when it, at the actual month, I don't recall. July? Uh, Yes, yeah, so um, I believe it was June or July. I think July. Oh, uh, you might be right. Which whatever summer. Yeah, but anyway, it's summer. Uh, so I was eight at the time. I wasn't into all the. Uh, I still think it's a beautiful park, and the theming is tremendous still to this day. But um, I wasn't into it because of the rides. But Universal, obviously, from the '90s, I was born in '90. Uh, the park is only what four months older than me. Uh, mm-hmm. So we literally grew up together. And I remember all the stuff of the whole parking situation, the the whole city walk, like coming to life, all that stuff. I remember all that. And I, confrontation was always a must do. You had like the if people could go back, obviously you make videos, other people make documentary videos mm-hmm. um, and just see POVs. But to actually see it in person, to see the scale of that ride in the story, you cannot beat that. Like, it'll never be redone, and it's sad. It's super, yeah. super sad. Yeah, exactly. There's There have been so many times where I try to watch the confrontation POV again. Yep. And obviously, like, cameras weren't that great back No, they then, were so, so grainy and bad. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, like, really dark. Like, the corners aren't really mm-hmm. uh, elaborate or articulate in the video. Yep. Yep. Or anything... But just to be in that vehicle and you're yeah. like 30 I still or 40 feet it. off the ground or yeah. whatever, you can't get that feeling looking at the video. Like just how, about how high you are and just mm-hmm. the scale of that showroom to house everything. And I just remember looking into the different like apartments on the side uh, in the yeah. ride and seeing like little silhouettes and different things. And I'm just like, there's a story behind that. There's like, what is that person up to? Like, there's so many things that as a kid, I just loved. And that's why I love theme parks more than I love theming more than like the amusement side. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty cool. And I I remember like vividly how hot uh, the flames were like on uh, Jaws. Oh, Um, yeah. I mean, like never. I I wouldn't like to sit too close to the side in that. And um, it's just I remember my last ride on uh, what was it? Earthquake. Mm-hmm. Still such an iconic ride. It's just so sad. They're just so screen based now. I like yeah, them, well, but it's just so bad. It's, I, it's sad, ra- rather. Totally. For, mm-hmm. Going back to the the sets, it just feels lived in, and that's that's the cool part about yeah. it. This, yeah that much detail to it and Mm -hmm. really quick i don't want to go too much on confrontation yeah but that that set they actually used it for halloween horror nights a few years there were mazes depending on the year there were mazes and scare zones in the new york set on confrontation i did not know no i did not know that nope this is crazy people are walking on the ground floor uh one year I don't know if you've ever been to Halloween Horror Nights, but they used mm-hmm. to do this scare zone all the time with, mm-hmm. with bubbles. And they did it a few different years. And yeah. one of the years was in confrontation, just like this super phone party yeah. on the ground level of confrontation. <laughs> I wish I could have experienced that. That sounds beautiful. Oh, that's sad you didn't get to. 
I thought for sure you. you no. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, what is your thoughts about Halloween Horror Nights? Some people are for it. Uh, a lot of people are for it, and they're super mm-hmm. hyped that it's coming back. And then some are just like, eh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I it's not for me. I don't like the scariness. Uh, what's your your whole thoughts behind Halloween Horror Nights? So I went one time as a kid in 2002, which is like apparently the most iconic and most remembered year. Mm. Like it was the first time it was in Islands of Adventure, and there are all these like crazy stories yeah, it of the superheroes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't. I never went back since, and just as an adult, it never really appealed to me. Even though I like horror movies wow. and everything. It just never appealed to me. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't drink. So, like, it's, I don't want to paint a bad picture about Halloween Horror Nights, but I understand. It's, it's known for, <laughs> for serving alcohol and people yes. just having a good time. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not putting anyone down for that. Of course. It sounds of course. fun for those people, but it just, it just didn't appeal to me particularly. Of course. Mm-hmm. But then when uh, Stranger Things and all that came so a good. few years yeah. ago, mm-hmm. I'd have hit it up. Um, yeah. and I've gone ever since. That's only three years, one of them being HHN Light. But I love right. it. And I'm uh, looking forward to this year. Yeah, I was about to say, are you hyped about it coming back? Even if, like, so for me, I'm not into, like, the whole haunted houses type thing, scare mazes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind. I, I just don't. So I like being a passive okay. viewer in the sense of, like, uh, not being active so active obviously obviously i'm going through it it's it's me but the whole passive thing i can watch a scary movie all day love them um and i can even play scary video games so mm-hmm. the ones that get me are the first person ones because i'm more active in that sense because it's first person uh but i love the ambiance and the atmosphere of horror nights uh fright fest for six flags different things like that uh, but mm-hmm. it's the mazes, which I'll do. Um, but I'm not a big person. Like I'm going solo and I'm going to go through it by myself type of thing. That's just me. Sure. That's just me. I, I've never been into it. It's like, I don't, I don't get it. So people are going to be like, why Miguel? Hey, you love it. It's not my favorite thing. I don't mind. I will go through it. I even have a POV of one at six flags on my channel, but I don't know. It's just not, not my 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 forte so i don't know but i'm excited though it's coming back um this year i will be there at some point we'll see hopefully you make it out there yeah definitely have plans sometime in september probably okay speaking of plans what are your trip plans your theme park trip plans especially after you know getting the vaccine and you feel comfortable with traveling and whatnot uh, what are your trip plans for this year? Are you, do you have a Carowinds trip in mind? Oh, because of three, Fury 325. I wish. Um, so actually, I was going to go for my birthday for Carowinds, mm-hmm. um, but it's not open. <laughs> yeah, that would so, affect things. <laughs> they're, they're one of the last ones to open, it seems like. They only opened for, yeah, for the uh, food and whatever festival thing for the holidays. And then they shut back down again. Gotcha. So, yeah, I hope to get out there sometime again. Mm -hmm. um, That and Dollywood. But the only set plans I have are 
going to go to Busch Gardens Williamsburg for the first time. Same. Yeah, in it'll be my a first. Month. For real? What? When are you going? Uh, I have no set plans. I just okay. want to make it this summer. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But I'm you have set plans. Okay. Nice. I'll be there for the first time, and just oh. I know it's there, but just looking at the list of coasters again, mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. so hyped. They have everything. Yeah. Oh, they it sounds do. sounds weird, but I'm most excited for. Loch Ness Monster. Uh, nothing's wrong with it at all. <laughs> at all. I, I actually am very hyped to get on that. Uh, all the coasters that they have, just experiencing the just the park in general, because what it's always voted the most like beautiful, uh, clean, put together theme park or whatever. Of like each year it wins that. Like that um, and Silver Dollar City are right yes. there. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Oh awesome, awesome. Uh, any other trip plans? Really, that's it. The other ones are just kind of fuzzy. Maybe, maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with that. Um, besides, you have the universal possible Halloween Horror Night September goals, uh, but that's a little bit away. Um, yeah. No, I'm shocked you're not like a. I, all right, I got to do once a month or once every two months Universal trip. I have to do it. <laughs> no, that'd be absurd. Really. So I'm like I'm this way with like movies and stuff too. I don't mm-hmm. like to do the things I love too much to like mm-hmm. lose that buzz. Okay. Like my favorite movies, I you would think you know watch it every year. You don't watch them. No. Yeah. no, like okay, we'll go back to ET for example. I've only yeah. seen that like three or four times in my Same. life. Same. I mean, it's okay. not a movie you're gonna binge watch every weekend. I'm sorry, it's it's just not. <laughs> oh it's man, not. if uh. If my buddy on Twitter, No Context ET, is listening, yes, I'm, I'm not endorsing what Miguel just said. I'm oh so, my goodness! I said it. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> he's not disagreeing, but I said it, so that's fine. He's he said it. No context <laughs> ET. I did not say it. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> ET's my absolute favorite, though, for sure. Uh, right there at Universal, and it. I know it has no plans to leave because of uh, Spielberg, his mm-hmm. whole thing. Uh, but I'm, by the way, can we talk about his impact on that park? Like from the origin? That's true. Like every ride, including like some Islands of Adventure stuff. So you're looking at like a Jurassic, a Jurassic park. park. Like everything was his pretty and- much. With that too, you walk around the park, it's all John Williams. Yeah. Like yes. all the music is John, especially now with Harry Potter there. There's so much John Williams. Yeah, it's, it's that man, the genius behind his like music and his just putting it together is insane. It's insane. It really is. Um, speaking of like ET and uh, Harry Potter, so you kind of, Killed that like myth on the whole uh, Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) why did you do it? People were, (laughs) people were happy about it. Even though some people didn't know. (laughs) Here's the thing. I feel bad about this. I perpetrated that rumor. So what (laughs) happened, what happened is there's a behind the scenes tour on the mummy ride at universal. And is that still a thing? Or I'm not, I'm not sure. Pandemic, yeah. Pre-pandemic, definitely. I, I only did it like two years ago. Oh, you did? Oh my goodness! I, All you have to do is on a 
Sorry, I interrupted you. No, 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 no. Please go. Um, I... Just on a moderate or slow day, go up to the person at the front and ask for the behind the scenes tour. I, I can't remember the exact name of it. If it's the is backstage there, tour or whatever. Is there upcharge? No. That and Men in Black. I think there are a few others you could do this with. Um, <laughs> yeah, just go up to the front and ask for behind the scenes tour and they give it to you. The, well, usually like what happened with this one, um, they say come back in like 20 or 30 minutes mm -hmm. we'll be able to do it. I think they just kind of wait for a group to pile up okay. to to so that they could dedicate a team member to it and it's worth their while, you know. Mm -hmm. Um but anyway, we're doing the behind the scenes tour on the mummy and right. just kind of in between as we're walking around, he's getting to know us like, hey, what's your favorite ride? I'm like, oh my gosh, I love ET, freaking out right. like a dork. And he's like, oh, by the <laughs> way, I was that. on ET the other day. And mm -hmm. right before the scene where you fly over the city, if you look down, Harry Potter's there. And I'm like, what? And this is coming from a team member. So it's like halfway an official mm -hmm. source. It's not universal themselves saying it. Right, it's a team member, so he's correct. in the know. He knows people. Mm -hmm. And you go there. And at a first glance, it's a wand he has in his hand. I'm like, my goodness, he was right. E.T. and Harry Potter, it's canon. Wow. But turns out, I, I yeah. put out a video about the details of, of E.T., like what has changed since opening day. Right. He member commented on that. They were like, hey, that's a that's a rumor. Some mommy blog started that rumor. And I'm like, first off, am I the mommy blog? I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's a rumor, and it's definitely a radio. And yes. so I like, the I took down the video. The mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, made an updated video and someone actually some like radio enthusiast or someone if you're listening i'm not making fun of you by saying that i think it's really cool on yeah. instagram they sent me like slow-mo videos and super zoomed in shots of this radio and they was it like, clear yeah it's pretty it's pretty clear it's not like a super high quality picture i didn't mm -hmm. have it in the time i was making the video right but it's it's clearly a radio, like a walkie-talkie. Hmm. Interesting. Man, I, I just mean, went it, it off makes for sense. Like ten minutes. <laughs> it makes sense. Like, um, is that character still there? I don't recall. Or yeah. Is he kind of hidden in the the bushes or something? It's but, not a focal point. Mm -hmm. it, but it's it's still there. Um, when you're going up over the like. So you're exiting the forest scene and you're about yes. to go over the city. You go mm -hmm. over some rocks and a little yes. mountain area. Mm -hmm. Down into the left, there's this little dude. Yeah. He's probably about three feet tall. It's so weird that he's placed there, by the way, just in general, because like people don't see him. Right. It that goes back to what we were talking about with the sets just being so intricate. Mm -hmm. and there's so many, like, what's the story back behind that guy? Yep. There's so many little things to nitpick about. You, you know what's so beautiful about that ride, too? Really quick, uh, before I we move I guess I do. Everything. Everything, yes. But <laughs> it's love. I love how we all have this one thing in common. You can just post about it on Instagram or just say it, and people get it. Mm -hmm. The Q smell. Yep. So, by the way, this the, even though we're not, what, in, in that queue... <laughs> <laughs> um, mm -hmm. we, we, we're still going to say the smell of this podcast is the ET's Q line. 
because I'm not, it's just so <laughs> iconic. Uh, I know there's candles out there, and I really want to get a candle that smells like that. Uh, I just think that would be cool. I don't know. That that could be me. I mean, yeah, if there's candles no, out there, that means there there must be other people interested, and I'm one of those. So definitely, I have two of them on my desk. Oh my goodness! <laughs> From the two different brands who make it. Uh, please, uh, it's been a while since I found the brand, so let me know after this uh, what those brands are, so I can uh, make that okay. happen to put this on I'll my just, desk. I'll just say it for anyone who's listening and is interested. Sure. The one that's like, none of them are 100% accurate, in my opinion. The right. one that is like 90% accurate and mm-hmm. closest as possible. And this is not a sponsor. No. Parks, Parksense.com. Yeah, I was going to say this is not a sponsorship. This is no affiliation. Just throwing mm-hmm. that out there. But uh, Parksense.com. Yep. That was the, that's the one I would personally recommend not okay. sponsored. Okay. Okay. Wow. For those out there, please... Uh, if you know about it, then uh, you know about it. If you don't, then I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It smells so amazing. I don't know what it is, but it's something. <laughs> Opposed to certain parks that I'm not going to put a name on, but maybe the ride's a little bit close, too close to the trash receptacle or something, and I'm... the queue smell is not preferred. <laughs> I'm not going to say it out there. Say it, put, put a name to it. I'm not going to No, No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mo- moving forward. We can talk universal uh, uh, like all day. Well, uh, one more thing about universal with some of these rides, they're getting really slow. Cause if we talk about universal studios, Japan, the whole mm-hmm. Nintendo world thing, some of those rides are really slow. Yeah. Well, uh, at least like the Yoshi one. Yeah. Super one, um, again. huge, huge fan. Yes. Yeah. She brought up a, a great point. She made the connection that the three rides that are there, um, the third one being the one that's going to come in Donkey Kong, oh, they yes. all are like at an intensity level that mm. corresponds with the gameplay. So like Yoshi is for little kids mm-hmm. usually. So that's mm-hmm. super slow baby yeah. ride pretty yes. much. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario Kart then, is the family ride. So it has then, like yeah. intense mm-hmm. elements elements but it's still physically so so like grandma can get on it and then donkey kong's for like older kids so it's gonna be like a moderate older kid ride so is um donkey kong going to be like a coaster you know i'm not the person to talk to about that i'm not from what i understand it's that because i know originally that's not a coaster right but early on I know there was the whole speculation that it's going to have the whole extended like two track thing because obviously like uh, obvious I think we're it's still going to be the minecart based thing. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's mine train coasters out there, but they're going to take it a huge step further with different technology like aspects to it. Um, I'm I'm still curious on the new like rumors on it i guess i could watch alicia stella to kind of figure that out um <laughs> yeah i, I don't I'm, know. 
on these topics of the things that have yet to happen, I will defer. I'm more so on the side of the things that already happened, particularly <laughs> happened 20 years ago. So you're not you're not about the speculation anymore. After making that uh, Harry Potter type video with ET, you're kind of <laughs> like I'm done. I, I jumped to a conclusion. Okay, even though I do a whole lot of speculation and like nostalgic past history things the speculation mm. i like to do because i like to defend uh like make a case like a court case and say hey these are the facts this is the evidence this could happen but people have fun so that's all that matters but the like the example i think of is the one that you put out recently where like i can't remember the exact word but like twisted was green yes the, the vr one that's exactly i i i I literally made a video, a whole video off of one word that was highlighted in green. I made a yeah. whole video off of that. That's and, how my mind works. <laughs> so I'll defend you and say, like, if it happens, everyone can say Miguel was right. But if it doesn't <laughs> happen, everyone's like, he just agree. read in between the lines a little bit too much. And he, maybe he was halfway kidding when he did it. Okay. I, I was 100% kidding. But also... <laughs> If you watch the video, check out the video. If you have not, I will put this in the link in the description down below for all uh, forms of this context. podcast. Yes, uh, for context. That the what I did in that video again. Check it out if you haven't. <clears throat> was they put a new, like the world's first triple looping coaster in Mindbender is getting a Which, new. Twist. That was a stretch back in the seventies, but keep going. True. There's so much with that. <laughs> Um, but getting a new twist and then that's highlighted in green, just that end part. So I'm like, nobody else is talking about this. Like that's like putting emphasis on something, mm -hmm. even though it's just basically the the third loop, it got retracted. That's really what it is guys. So just to debunk that, kill that myth. Um, but, and also about the whole area. So again, watch the video, but what I did a connection was VR. I don't even know how I went that far. No, I know. In a live stream, somebody mentioned something about VR. And I was like, now that'll never happen. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Could this be because they did have Shockwave, which was the same year. It's a Schwarzkopf looping coaster. It's its counterpart. Same year, all that stuff. That hit VR. I know we're in a pandemic, but let me just table this put this to the side put this on ice and let me dig into this later then i did then i just found how i work is i i will find a connection with something i'm just let's let's type in some things and let's go down the rabbit hole of trying to find content let's let's reach a bit so i found something with vr in connection to that and they said the words unveil unveiling a new twist and i said okay that's all i need i'm done I got it from here. It doesn't even have to make sense, but I will connect the dots and make you guys believe it. And I did. I believe I did. I did a good job because they said unveil a new twist. That's the same like slogan thing that they said with Mindbender. I'm like, it could happen. Then with a shockwave and then this, it could happen. I, I at the end say this will never happen, but some people believe that I could be right, but I don't believe it. <laughs> so that was the long-winded version of that please check out the video uh again i see why you don't do speculation videos but i find them fun as long as you can make a argument and defend with evidence i Definitely. always put it at the beginning and the end this is for fun 
uh, don't take this too serious, but I'm going to make you believe that it could happen. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> speaking of content though, what made you start your YouTube channel and also in this category that you are in that there's still not a lot of, I'm going to say us because I do them as well. Mm -hmm. um, there's not a lot of us in this space of uh, this genre. It's, it's a nice, nice little niche of theme park content. So um, what made you uh, get into this? And also I would like for you to describe what this genre is. It's pretty oh, simple, but I just want to hear it from you. All right. So why I started, I don't know. I like I used to watch a thousand hours of YouTube every week. <laughs> not okay. really. Not really. I was like, do you like, check your analytics on that? <laughs> you can. Yes, you do. It, I know you can. But <laughs> it's a little too unhealthy sometimes to mm -hmm. see like, oh, shoot. But yeah, that a year, two years ago, just watching way too much youtube okay um and then i don't know just getting the sense of i could do that i could do that yeah, i love um, that feeling yeah. so when i i started my channel it was it was called theme studios for anyone who doesn't know it, it was completely like a totally different brand mm -hmm. and i picked that name because it was like the least descriptive name it's like okay i'm gonna talk about theme parks but i don't really know what about so okay. I just kind of put out random videos of, of different topics mm -hmm. and, and none of them are on your channel, right? Still there's one theme studios video mm -hmm. on there still, but it's, it's in the style of a storybook amusement video, like a very early storybook amusement video. Okay. Um, so it's the earliest posted video, but right, all the right. other theme studios, those are, those are taken down. So okay. like, only my first like 50 subscribers got the <clears throat> at a thousand subscribers, those. uh, each thousand subscriber, uh, like milestone. <laughs> there may be one more that comes back to life. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> they were not great, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I really liked the documentary style is, is so to, touch on that the genre i guess you could call them theme park documentaries yes i mean um, it was so simple but i just wanted to hear <laughs> you describe it yes go ahead so i found out i liked like as i was making videos and throwing stuff at the wall mm -hmm. i liked that style most and mm -hmm. it was also the one like if certain people in my life ever found my channel i would be least embarrassed if they came across that content rather than okay. like, me yelling <laughs> at a camera Yes. Or whatever I was doing. Right. Um, anyway, so also there, there are a few channels that do these theme park documentaries, and some of them are, like, really good. I mm -hmm. cannot miss an episode of these. I have to watch them on the TV, set right. aside 30 minutes. Same. Don't, yeah. No interruptions. They are so good. But mm -hmm. also some of these channels haven't talked about either my favorite rides or some of these, like, little known tidbits that's true that i've heard about they've they might know about these things i'm not saying they're oblivious to it correct they've just decided not to cover it right and i've i wanted to be i wanted to put these stories out there for people nice. who are interested that's that's all it is okay These topics that i'm interested in other people might be interested in here's a format you might like 
so how did you come about the name change in storybook amusement, which I think it's amazing. Uh, it works. And also the logo is spot on. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. So first I'll plug the logo is yes. done by Noosh Studios. That is my brother. He is an Atlanta based artist. He does printmaking. So oh, I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. T-shirts, uh, wood carvings mm -hmm. of that nature. So newstudios.com yep. is where you can find him and his work. It'll be in the link in the description down below. Great work. I've checked it out. Yep. Awesome. Mm -hmm. As far as the, uh, the name goes, it, it came with like, okay, so I made theme studios kind of nondescript. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, okay, I need to up my quality is kind right. of where the, the change to storybook amusement came in. I'm like, I need my, my channel's not that great. Need it up to quality. Yes. And do you really want to know about the story of when I was in the shower and came up with the name? Or we could skip no. over that. Can <laughs> skip. We can skip it. I mean, that is the story. You were in the shower and you came up with the name. That that's I guess it. that the summed yeah. up version. Uh that's kind of like me. I was half asleep. I was dozing and I, I was falling asleep and I was like, nobody has annual pass holder. It's so basic, but nobody has it. Like uh -huh. I can, I'm not tied into anything. And then it didn't hit off the way I want it to. Um, this is for anybody who hasn't hold, uh, heard this uh, story. And then later on, uh, like when I would do a video, I would say, hey, this is Miguel, the annual pass holder. But my name was just annual pass holder. But when I did a video, I would introduce mm -hmm. myself with my name. So I just ended up just adding Miguel to it, uh, even though my name's Kevin. Just playing. No, it's a, <laughs> you got me for a second. No, what? no, you you know this. We've talked. Like I'm not gonna be like, hey, my name's Miguel, and then hey, your name is, which I know what it is. Um, oh wait, hold up. We could say it. Uh, people who know me on Twitter know my name. So I mean, I, I, I mean, if personal. they haven't if they haven't seen you, then it, I they mean, can if know you, my name. There's a you, guy behind all this. My name's Matt. What's up, everyone? Okay. Yes. Well, uh, there you 45 go. Minutes, 45 <laughs> minutes into this podcast, you guys know my name. I meant to say a, that at the beginning. I forgot. A breakthrough. What is your process as far as making videos? Uh, how long does it take you to find your topic? Um, mm -hmm. And then also the process of making the video itself. So the first few topics I did are just like things I know about, like cat Correct. and hat spinning and go look that up. The Grinch. And there are like a ton of other other topics of that nature that I have out there. Mm -hmm. um, but some of the topics I find like searching obscure Reddit forums. I knew and stuff. I knew you hit up Reddit for stuff because like <laughs> there's things that I've never heard about. Like uh -huh. That you had to have found some type of forum or platform that people are discussing stuff. I'm like, hey, you know what? with this and this used to be and there's concept art and there's there's articles on this and i'm like he must know something i don't know in regards because like you're <laughs> coming up with stuff like your last one which was really good check it out it'll be linked in the description down below as well uh my favorite one of yours was the grinch one would have loved for that to have come about and happen i didn't know about that uh yeah you found these things yeah that grinch one's been a rumor flying around for a while I just uh, didn't know. It, it's unfortunate that it hasn't come to fruition. Yep. Sus Landing needs some help. But it does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, 
I'm a, yeah, I don't like Bash in the Parks. Don't like Bash in the Parks. All oh, no, no. Me neither. I, I'll be truthful, but I won't go in and just like destroy him. But yes. So after I get the topic, um, obviously there's that research portion. So I'll like, really, it's just, it's just reading. I'm making notes as I go along, but reading um, that. First off, I want to say I don't watch any videos on the topics I do because I don't want to overlap with Correct. someone took a certain angle yes. or they said Same certain here. words or described something in a certain way. I don't want to repeat that. So I don't even watch them. Same. Um, I might I might look at their resources and see what they used uh, just mm -hmm. to give me a, a lead. I don't even do that. Okay. I don't want anything connection with what they did. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that that's commendable too mm. that you do that yeah because um, i want to make it my own for some reason even though it's like i don't know my angle my perspective uh there's different viewpoints always with the same topic so that's why uh if you see somebody do in this uh genre mm -hmm. if you see somebody do something that you're interested in don't shy away from doing it just because they did it and right. it might have done well that yep exactly but mm -hmm. So yeah, just start collecting information, making a few notes, and that that part takes forever. It could be a few weeks. No, um, just just kind of like I'll have a few different projects going at one time. Like right now, okay. I, I currently have a few. So my process: do the research, as I just said, um, mm -hmm. have a, multiple projects going on at one time, gathering information and just understanding the full story. Mm -hmm. um, I use different resources such as old forums. Like if it's a, a ride that was built 20 years ago, there were people online in 2001 talking about it, talking right. about construction. And yeah. so sometimes they post pictures, sometimes they just post different information. This guy knows this thing and go look up that guy and he has a full article about it. Stuff wow. like that. Um, mm -hmm. Finding little internet rabbit trails and rabbit yep. holes. Yep. Um, there's some... <laughs> books out there available yep. of, of attraction history. And that's probably the best and most reliable source that's out there. I news articles. So difficult. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you do? I don't know. I, I love it, but I just literally anything out there that's ever almost, almost ever happened is on the internet in some form of capacity. It's been mm -hmm. transferred and put on there. I just dig and I find it. And again, I'll get something, dig on it, and then there will be a word or a phrase or something that uh, draws my attention. Then I take that and dig this way, another way, and then I keep digging until I keep getting what I need. And once you get it underway, eventually it'll start getting a little smoother. Um, mm -hmm. And you find all the sources, all the material, what you need to write the script. Uh, for me, at the beginning, <clears throat> when I first started doing like that um, theme park documentary stuff, I um, mm -hmm. would write everything out, including my actual videos, other stuff. So this was mainly last year. Uh, even though I've been doing YouTube for two years, I really started, I would say, February last year. Wow. Um, and because I did vlogs and other stuff, but like, doing real good content. I did it right before the pandemic happened. And then for sure during the pandemic, I would write everything down and I have terrible handwriting and I would be like, um, 
So Universal Stu- Universal Disney? Universal <laughs> what? And, and, so I would write everything down and then I started using Word. Uh and I, I would type it on like this is easier. Like <laughs> I can write out a script. Like it I would have notebooks of just stuff. Then you would have I would have to cut me turning the pages because you would hear that paper sound. So <laughs> early on, guys, that that stuff was being written like I off of paper. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's crazy. But yes. Uh so for me to answer that, I um will take minimum two days uh to do research. Um and then if the third day is uh to write the script, then after that it would be the next day would be to record the following day's edit. And then that next day is post. So you have it's, like a full schedule going on. Yes, I make that happen. I've never obviously worked with anybody else on that level. And like, or I never show anybody my script. I never show anybody my work. But like, you got to see the process beforehand, how I label, how mm-hmm. I categorize things. And I saw yours and I was like, wow, uh, that's pretty cool. You can, you know, learn and just off of each other. So, you had the idea that you wanted to do, and I was like, hey, I, I'm down with that. I was never, you know, I've been trying to move past uh, Six Flags Six Flags stuff that I got caught up into. I love Universal. I love all this other stuff. So this is a good thing. And I never really dug into, I love Dollywood, uh, but I never really dug into history stuff of it. And I did, and I fell in love with it. And I'm glad that I did this with you so I could uh, show myself mm-hmm. that I can do these type of videos, but also in a talk about different things and it'd be very well received. So I'm yeah. thankful to you that I wanted to work with you on that. And I think our both videos are doing quite well. Uh, they're very solid, at least uh, on both channels. And I, I love them. Yeah, appreciate that. For anyone, I don't know if we mentioned it, for anyone listening at home or in your car, wherever, yes. videos we're talking about are... Oh, yeah, we didn't Miguel, mention <laughs> Miguel did... Um, oh, my gosh, the names of... Blazing, Blazing Fury, Fury at Dollywood. At, yep, and I did Fire in the Hole at Silver Dollar City, which yep. obviously are sister attractions. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. Did a little uh, mini-series on that. Again, I'll put those in the link in the description down below as well. Check them out. I think they're very well done. I think they're very good. Uh, I enjoy them. But I'll definitely be doing more of these uh, type of videos. And as you continue to, because you usually post yours on Fridays, right? Yeah, you've caught on. Yeah, it's, I've that's caught the on. day. Uh, but I want to know, what is your uh, favorite video that you've ever made? Me personally? Okay, yes. so when I said um, I wanted to make videos that of topics no one has talked about before but then also people have talked about this topic but every time i've watched the video um i'm like oh they forgot this oh they didn't include this mm-hmm. and it might be because i'm just such a big fan of this ride yes that i i just i had to write a love letter to it and Ooh. that is dueling dragons yes that is my favorite video uh there's not much if anything i would change about that video right now oh good i, good. I love that one it's it's just the topic in general i, I right. love that what, what's the most difficult video you've ever made on your channel 
it might be that um it also might i have a a king kong one about all the rides and the movies that was my first real uh attempt at a like a documentary um just recap of the Mm -hmm. ride telling the story of of attractions and the history so it might be that just because it was my my first one and it was it was pretty overwhelming yeah to make that so yeah, I think I, I I I understand that because for me, just to talk about it for a second, my first one that I did a uh, documentary video was, man, it took so long, and the outcome could have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the sense of this, um, it took so long, and it was so, so tedious to find the information and to edit it. It was my very first one, but also of what it was about. There wasn't much information I had to find and dig. It was the Z-Force video. Okay. And that video took three weeks or so to make. Uh, should have been out. My thing is I pushed it. It was, should have been out in a week. It never myself. happens though. It, it does now. I can do it now. At that time, uh, I didn't hit my mark that I wanted to. Um, because it was so difficult, the information, it was just so, so scattered and trying to keep it organized and find different stuff. Cause there's not much information on that type of coaster. Cause that was the only one ever built. There mm-hmm. wasn't much footage on it. There wasn't much, uh, like many articles. So I had to find all that stuff in connections with different things. And I'm super proud of that video, even though some quality aspects could be improved doing it now, but I I think it's very good. And as far as the documentaries, it's my highest viewed one uh, so far. And uh, but I love it. Now, <clears throat> what makes me mad was um, I think I put it out on a Monday, but on Sunday. I think theme park crazy and uh, airtime thrills did a collab video together, which they're both. Yep. <laughs> big time as is but now they did it together they did a video on that topic together my video should have been out at that point like two weeks before theirs and then i ended up putting mine out the day after theirs but and that, that could have helped your video but um, it hurt because it hurt me because of who they were shout out to them uh, both yeah. fans and all that stuff. His work ethic, again, like I always talk about, is insane. Um, and it's unintentional too. Yes, yes. Of, of the it just happened to release the same time. Right yeah, and that and that and that happens. That happens. I've heard different yeah. stories about that. Uh, that was unintentional for sure. But I saw I got the alert. I'm like, oh my goodness! I've been just killing Slaving. myself trying to make this video on this topic and. They just put it out and I know it's going to hit. I know it's going to do well. And I just got so upset. But then my perspective is so different. Like on my Mm -hmm. video, it has like three different topics that all literally merge into one lane. Um, It's about Z-Force. It's about the past of how it came about uh, and from a different perspective of theirs. Uh, And even shout out to Sam Expedition Theme Park. He did his much later. His is Mm -hmm. different than mine. Um, But mine was different. I, I had to link mine back to over Georgia fully, like have it come in full circle since they did theirs. And I yeah. linked it to Ninja, how Z-Force led to the two worst coasters in Six Flags over Georgia history, which is true. And I just made that connection, but that video was so hard to make uh, and took the longest. So um, 
and then they put theirs out before mine the day before. So uh, it's 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 okay. It it still worked out, but I don't know. That's the cool part is that we can all coexist. Like you just said, there are three people or three different channels that posted this. Yeah, the same. Expedition Theme Park, uh, uh, Theme Park Crazy, and Airtime Thrills collaborating. Yeah, and then myself. Uh, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that four? I don't know. Um, no, it's also, it's it's four people, but it's three videos because the two did the collab together on one, and then yeah. So Theme Park Crazy and Air uh, Airtime Thrills had one video. They put theirs out first. I put mine out second. Then um, uh, Expedition Theme Park. And th- you just said they all took a different perspective. Yeah, they're all three different, different videos, mm-hmm. and that's the cool part. We could coexist and complete a a full picture for the viewer. That's um, true. So it, it doesn't matter if there are multiple videos on a topic. Now, I mean, I don't really need to see another River Country video. That <laughs> that topic's been done to death. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's yeah. But on, on these on these other topics, I think it's it's valuable. I agree. I agree. I just want uh, for anything, whether it be a vlog or uh, any type of video, I want mm-hmm. people to watch and watch for the creator and the different perspective that can be taken. Rather mm-hmm. than, hey, that person did it. I'm done. I'm good. I don't need to watch anymore. And then exactly. that's that's the type of viewer that it gets difficult because it's one and done. It's who at that point it's whoever did it first, uh, and that's where it becomes an issue. But if you're good and people love your stuff, then yeah, uh, they'll watch. So uh, my thing was somebody did a video on um, Six Flags. Uh, what was it? Uh, Atlantis. And I was like, oh, yeah. nobody else has done it, so let me do it. And um, I think it's – I like it. I like what I did with it. When you posted that, that was mm-hmm. my – when you were like, oh, I knew he went to Reddit uh, to find these obscure topics. That yeah. was my moment for you. Nope. I'm like, how did you learn about that? That nope. is crazy. I've me never heard dig- about that before. Me digging. Uh, how did I – I was looking up something for a different video. Okay. I was looking up something for a different video and then that popped up. It was just little like past Six Flags things that are no that don't exist or something like that. And it says mm-hmm. Six Flags Atlantis. And I'm like, what is this? This can't be real. Um, and then I looked it up and I'm like, Florida had a Six Flags theme park. This is huge. I was going to clickbait kind of the title and be like Six Flags over Florida. Uh because like I'm connection with over Georgia mostly. Uh, so I was like, no, but I thought it went well. And then I found that and uh, I thought it would be a quick video. It took a little bit longer. I got it up, but I was just trying to get something up. Um, Cause you know, me and my schedule, I, was, I try and do like daily or four or five times a week mm-hmm. videos. Uh, and I was just like, ah, that'll be easy one. Let me just put that up and move on. Um, and I just thought it would be easy topic and, I just kept digging and digging and found so many things and made the video happen. So that's how that happened. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was a cool story. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but we're getting close. We're getting close to wrapping up and getting on the ride. I'm super excited. Yeah. But I have yeah, to know. Look above. There are uh, motorcycles <laughs> revving above us. We're about to we're in the boarding station, about to get on Hagrid. We're getting on Hagrid's. Um <laughs> And, and fortunately, it's not a 13-hour queue. Yeah. Like I've been been through on opening day. Hmm. Um, 
by the way, what is your longest wait line, uh, wait time uh, for a ride? Uh, you already so, know mine. It was Hagrid's opening day, 13 hours, 11 minutes. So you beat me by <laughs> 10 hours. <laughs> I haven't done that. Man, um, I feel so bad. <laughs> it was a really dumb decision during Fright Nights at Six Flags Over Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, decided to get in a full, like completely full, every switchback queue of Goliath. Oh. And just oh. like, I'm just like, oh, you know, this ride, it, it moves fast. So this could be like an hour, hour and a half. It was yeah. three hours. It was like, it was like nine o'clock when we got in line. And then 11 but you got a night ride. Wow. You got a night ride though on Goliath, which that park's usually not open at night. So that's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> for, we, for me, man, I, three hour wait nowadays after what I went through is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been on a Goliath. A yeah. thousand times. Would you wait three hours for Goliath today? Um, no. Yeah. Because mainly because like if I traveled somewhere, I still probably no. But if it was an opening day of Goliath, yes. That's true. But Would you have waited three hours for El Toro when you were at Great Adventure? Uh how long did I have? Uh what they opened at eleven and closed at they closed kind of early. It was like seven. That's eight mm. hours. Three of your mm. eight hours. Well, if, like in, in my vlog, uh, I, I immediately ran back there. So I, it wouldn't mm. have been that long because that That's was the true. goal. It That's wouldn't true. have been that long for sure. Um, but if it did happen, I knew I had another day, which yeah. that another day really didn't end up happening because of the rain. Uh would I do it? Yes, because I know that's the most popular ride and everything else wouldn't be as long. So, yeah. Yeah, I would do it. Three hours is not that, there you that go. bad. Yeah. Okay. I, have I like you been to, to be a mis- closing day? I have not. There hasn't really been anything that has closed that um, that I could either get to mm-hmm. or what I think the one I wanted to be at last was what Vortex at, uh, oh yeah, Kings Island. Yeah, Kings Island. Uh, but I followed that on uh, social media, and that was like a, a really cool day uh, from people's perspectives. But yeah, I haven't been to a closing day. My, I don't. No, I haven't. Because most places that I know, like obviously Over George's our home park, they don't really announce it anymore. The last time they announced things was like the Wheelie Cyclone. Uh, oh, that's true. That's true. But um, that's true. I wasn't going to uh six flags at um i was going to six flags but i hadn't been in a couple of years at that point so i didn't go i didn't care oh, okay yeah i got you <laughs> i didn't care I, I was all universal studios again um every year i have to make that trick to go out there you still um, make that visit every year uh, i do but except obviously 2020 with the pandemic i didn't um but it started again in 2015 uh, I took my wife for the first time because we went to over Georgia together for the first time. Uh, uh-huh. uh, she grew up here. And then I uh, was like, you had fun. We had fun. That was amazing. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Then I was like, <laughs> let's go to Universal. And she was in awe. Her favorite is Transformers. Just the, the immersion and just the, the rides in general was like, 
Six Flags has nothing on this at all, mm-hmm. which is true. Um, and then since they're then, not trying to, it's they're a, not. It's a it's different. True. Even though I really think they have something with Justice League Battle for Metropolis, I really I, think that is actually a really good ride, and people need to. The queue says it all, but uh, I think that's one of the better rides at that park. I I'm totally with you. It's like a mini Spider Man or something. So it's so not true. bad. No, it's it's. For it's amazing for Six Flags Parks. It's incredible. Yeah. Yes. It's, really yeah, it's a must do. Um, and it brings me back, which I'm sure you have that feeling. It brings me back to that, like, we're back at home at the the Universals. Like, we have this. This is here at Six Flags. Then you leave and you're like, wow, <laughs> that was amazing. Um, they do need to just put in sync, make sure it's in sync with the screen and it's not too, too blurry. But, hey, that's a whole other story. Um <laughs> So 2015 did that. Uh, 2016 went again. 2017, 2018, 2019, I just did uh, Hagrid's. The whole day was Hagrid's waiting in that line. (laughs) And then 2020, I didn't get to uh, do it. And then I plan to be back. I'll be back in uh, two months. Yeah, two months. Um, Just a couple more questions and we're about to, you know, get on the ride. Get on Hagrid's. Uh, so what are you, some of your favorite creators out there, your influences? Uh, I mean, it's probably pretty obvious. The My favorite one, if I had to subscribe to only one channel on YouTube, it'd be Defunctland. Yes. Is that what you're going to say? Uh, no, but I, I, I knew you were going to probably say that. Uh, Defunctland for sure. 100%. Defunctland, yeah. Um, I, I adore Alicia Stella's work. Yes. She is in, insanely reliable. Yes. Like if you go watch her uh, speculation videos and, and rumor videos from three mm-hmm. years ago about Hagrid, she yeah. had the, the ride nailed down years before she it did. opened. She did. Very, very well done. I remember when I found her, it was um, like impressive to see her work. And then I'll be honest, I started kind of like, I can do this. And that's the same thing with Defunct Land. I'm like, I love how she's so many people focus on uh, Disney, mm-hmm. but people weren't doing the stuff for Universal. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we need more people to do this part that I love and cover it. And she was doing it, speculations and all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Um, and then uh, also, you know, Rick's Flicks does Universal stuff and all that. So yeah. it's, Shout out to them for covering that. So it's like speculation and a sole focus on something that's not popular. Hey, I could do that with Six Flags because still nobody is doing this. People right. bash the park, but also there's so many people who love it. And it's their park down the street, whether it be over Georgia, St. Louis, Discovery Kingdom, all that stuff. It's all there. Uh, so that's why I shine light on it. And it's it's nice. But obviously, I've started to expand as well. Um, but yes, uh Please, please keep continuing. And then I'll just shout out some of the people who've who've really helped me, and they I genuinely believe they have good content. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry if I if I miss anyone. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, Adventures with Parker. He's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He's been mm-hmm. there with me since day one. Uh, he has his fun personality. Talks about theme parks. Um, you have Lost TV. I did a collaboration with him about the Psycho House, and yep. then also talked about. Halloween Horror Nights and Psycho. We have Park Twister who does park vlogs down at Universal and does some other theme park content. 
Um, oh, the big one is A Life in the Parks. He, as the name suggests, he has spent his life in the parks and mm-hmm. has filmed a lot of it and is now posting like pretty rare footage. I mean, sometimes it's just like a ride POV uh, yeah, in a specific silly. moment of time. But yeah. a lot of times it's like he's the only one who got a certain angle of a certain right. one time thing. And yeah. he posts really cool vintage footage. But other than that, that's that's what I like to watch on YouTube. All right. I, I, I approve. I think all those channels are great, uh, especially, you know, I'm a huge Defunctland fan as well. Uh, Defunctland was my uh, start with like, I can do this. Like, this is so well done and I love it so much. Let me get a, a, give it a crack at it. And I, yeah, I think it, tremendous content, which is understatement. See, I, I've hmm? said this about Defunctland. Like, if the multiverse is real, we have the best version of Defunct Land possible. Yeah, that we I agree. like the Kevin Perger on this mm-hmm. planet Earth is a yes. genius. <laughs> it's it's insane. Also, if for like, some reason you're not watching it, you are. You got to start from day one and just go for it. He's a great storyteller. Yeah, he really is. Like, man, pacing and and just comedy. the visuals, comedy. But it's not even like I'm laughing, but like, mm-hmm. or, or he's laughing, but like. It's it's I can't even describe it's like subtle. That. It's so subtle. It's so weird, but it's amazing. Um, and then what I found out like he put out on Twitter like some behind the scenes stuff as far as the financial aspect he puts into the channel and the videos, mm-hmm. the individual each videos. I'm like, you're dropping a thousand dollars on that video? High quality, high quality like, stuff. A thousand dollars, like that is like beast mode right there that you know you're making that back and tremendously which he is well uh, and it's he's putting it into it he's like i want to tell this story in the best way possible yeah um and i have to invest to be able to do that and, and i and really works appreciate out. that yeah, yeah. and it, it for it the fans out. it's great no it is it is it, it really is great though uh but yeah those are all good inspirations the but i have to know as well if you were going to start another YouTube channel, second one that has nothing to do with what you're doing now at all, what would it be about? Oh, man. So I've thought about the possibility of, of <laughs> a second channel uh, for like theme parks. Mm-hmm. Is that allowed? No. I uh, guess because you, no. you don't vlog, you don't do anything besides like the documentary. So I guess it could be. No, I won't put that out there. Okay. Uh, all right. I usually tell people something that you're interested in that people may not know about, or they may, but something that I guess theme parks is in this genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, you can't do it. So if you were going to start a different channel, what would it be about? All right. Uh, probably animation. Um, mm. I really like the NBA, but a ton of people doing that. Uh, I like really like uh, animation. Um, yeah. Some shows. I think they're they're fun. The, mm-hmm. the visuals are really cool. The art style, yeah. the colors, uh, the characters that people develop. Mm-hmm. It, it's just really cool. If you if you look at it as a piece of art and not like, or just something that someone created, yeah. not just like a kid's show. A lot of them are just, you could shrug them off as kid's shows. That's, that's what they are. But a lot of them are really cool visually yeah. and story-wise. Okay. 
Well, that's different. I, I like that answer. That one, and you, you came up with that one quicker than your favorite ride that we're about to get on. <laughs> so I approve. I appreciate that. So lastly, what is your favorite food to eat at a theme park when you go? And what is that place? What is the location? Ah, uh, not a huge foodie. I'm like the cheap guy who will eat outside the park. Same, but <laughs> okay. I do enjoy the theme park food from, the, if it's good, like Disney Universal really does it. But what is your go-to? Oh, okay. I, this is not a, a go-to, but I just really want to tell this story. Okay. Um, sorry, Six Flags. Yes. <laughs> I, That's fine because Six Flags Over Georgia is your home park. So I guess we can aim that focus on at your home park. What is your place? Go ahead. This is a, a one time thing that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Had the the food credit or the food pass, whatever it's yes. called, um, mm-hmm. where you could get a snack when you're at the park. And it was Christmas time. I was getting a red velvet funnel cake, which nice. was good. I yeah. enjoyed it. Right. Um, it was really cold out too. Yeah. We're waiting in the line. At the front of the park, when you go into the left, there's that funnel cake stand. Yeah. Um, and I'm w- waiting for my red velvet funnel cake. And to the right of me, as I'm standing in line, is a pink pile of vomit with a chair yeah. over it that someone who just ate their red velvet <laughs> funnel cake yes. decided to put. Or, well, they didn't decide. Yeah. They happened to uh, not be able to hold it down. And mm-hmm. it was it was within two to three feet of the line of yeah. people standing to get that yeah. same exact food. Right. And Six Flags solution was to put a chair over it, not to <laughs> cl- clean it up, not to put cones around it or right. uh, something to absorb it like sawdust or whatever. Correct. Correct. I stood in line for probably 10 or 20 minutes with a chair next to me. Um, I like funnel okay. cake. Is to okay. answer the question. So <laughs> it, all, it, it all wrapped around the funnel cake. I I agree. I okay. <laughs> did you try the Snickers funnel cake? I did not. No. Okay. All right. Me neither. But I heard it's good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that I don't know if that's a permanent thing. Uh, I know. Let me know in the comment section down below, good peoples. But I know they have it for sure for uh, fright fest. So. Yeah, Halloween time. But mm. last question for you, Matt. The train has arrived. I love this coaster, especially at nighttime. I love yeah. Hagrid's at night. It's just so tremendous. But I have to ask one more question. Where are we sitting? For Hagrid, front row. Yes. Front row. Okay. I think that nice. makes sense. You can get the motorbike. Okay. Oh, very I'll kind put my of hands you. up in the, uh, the sidecar. I've actually never been in the sidecar. So uh, I, 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 why, why start now? So <laughs> uh, you can put your hands up there, but if you're on the motorbike, you have to hold on and just like pretend you're I, turning. I think it's awesome. Personally, I think it's amazing, but all right, cool. That, that works. But thank you so much, Matt of storybook amusement for being a wonderful special guest in my duo, my partner in crime in this theme park documentary, John Lane. So uh, guys, make sure you show Storybook Amusement all the love. His uh, links will be in the description down below. And here on YouTube, it's on the screen. Mine is also uh, Facebook as well, uh, Storybook Amusement. Um, but it's all there. So make sure you guys subscribe if you guys are new uh, to my channel, his channel. Also follow on all the audio platforms, audio platforms. Head over to YouTube. Check out 
great content over here as well. But thank you, Matt, so much for being a guest. We're definitely going to eventually link up at a park together and do more collaborations. What do you say? For sure, man. Thanks for the conversation. Yeah, really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Sorry, sorry to get on Six Flags a little bit. I love Six Flags. It's it's okay. They 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 love they love you too. They love you too. Good rides. <laughs> yes, it is really great rides. Thank you guys so much. And with that being said, that'll do it for us in the queue. Take care, guys. See ya.